Hello beautiful human being. So I am so excited to tell you this. I have a new program which is going live on March 31st called the Secure and Confident Data. So this program is created to help you go from feeling anxious, confused and soul destroyed by the dating process, not understanding what's blocking you from finding a lasting relationship, to being clear about the steps that you need to take to remove love blocks, limiting beliefs and feel truly confident and secure about who you are and be armed with the tools that you need to enjoy the process of dating so you can meet your match and be in a happy, healthy, lasting relationship. If this program sounds like something that you would be interested in joining, then I would love you to head to the show notes below this episode and click on the link that says book a call with Sarah. We will then hop on the phone, we will have a chat and see whether you are a good fit. But if this is the year that you have decided that you want to take ownership of your dating life and you are ready to feel the best that you have ever felt about yourself, then I really encourage you to just get on the phone with me and let's see if this is the right path for you. Okay, that's it for now. Now it's time for the episode. Hello, lovely human. Welcome back to another episode. Um, I'm always, I'm just always going to say this at the beginning. I'm just so grateful that you're here and listening. Um, it is my pleasure to be talking to you today. Um, I'm in my living room in London. Um, and I promised that I was going to give you a little life update. Um, so I'm going to do that now. If you're not interested in this, do please feel free to um, fast forward. I will not take it personally. Um so first things first, I have just booked my flight uh, for New York to go back. Uh, so I'm going out on the 28th of April, so like four weeks from now. Um, and this time I am flying to New York and then we um, are both traveling to California, to just outside San Francisco, um, to see his mum and his sister who both live there. So I'm getting a full 10 days um, to get to know his mum and his sister. I've kind of spoken with them on FaceTime uh, quickly, so I'm not, I'm not worried about it at all. Um, I'm actually just really looking forward to, you know, being in California. Just So it's in some, a place called San Rafael, which is so exciting because it's actually only an hour away from my friend Marcy, um, anyone who knows, I used to do a podcast with Marcy Nevin. Um, and so I'm going to get to see her. She's going to come and see me. So I'm just super excited um, about that trip. So I'm going to be away for about seven weeks in total again. So back to London in uh, uh, June. Um, and then we have decided that I will probably stay here until September and then fly back out in September. And then he is going to come to London in December and spend four weeks here um, for Christmas, etc. So that just makes me really excited because like I love New York at Christmas, but I do think London has the edge. So that's kind of what's going on with the traveling side of things um, and getting back to New York because I know some of you like to keep 
abreast of these things. Um, and just in terms of us, we are doing great. Um, things are just gliding along. And it's so funny. I spoke to uh, Sam, uh, Sam Altieri, for those of you who know who, again, who I used to do the podcast with um, Sam and Marcy and me and Sam kind of had a business together for a while so I spent a lot of time with her in Boston and I spoke to her on the phone the other night and you know she was just I was just updating her and on how things went and I kind of said to her you know when I'm updating people it's almost like there's there's a lot to update with but also things are just going so kind of smoothly and it all feels so natural um that it's almost difficult for me to give an update I don't know if that makes any sense but I guess it's because it's easiness like the love isn't hard this relationship isn't you know it's it isn't hard yes there are things that you know any relationship has to go through in terms of having harder conversations and things are not always going to be smooth sailing but overall it doesn't feel hard and I think we as in me and Domian are both um I count us as being pretty fortunate in that we have both done enough work that we have the tools to be able to navigate those times so even though you know we know that this relationship will not always be easy breezy you know smooth sailing and there are things that you know that we we work through as individuals um you know within the relationship now um and you know there are harder conversations that we have had to have but none of it is stressful because you know there is this good level of trust here that we can both say things to each other um and it will be okay like we will work through it and we have the tools to be able to communicate openly um and honestly and we have both got to a place where we know that, you know, we are able to, um, you know, navigate our own internal triggers, um, etc. So I can't even remember why I was updating you on that. I think I was just like giving you an insight as to, you know, things are going well, things do not feel hard, even though, you know, we are in this long distance situation. Um, it still feels pretty easy, you know, we've got good communication with each other, we, you know, we both stick to our word when we say we're going to do something, we do it, etc. Um, and it's my birthday tomorrow, is the other, other update, so the 23rd of March, I'm going to be 44, so when this podcast is published, I will already be 44, and I'm pretty freaking grateful to be 44, you know. And what's crazy to me, and I'm gonna, I'm making a post on this next week for Instagram, is that I spent so long struggling in dating. Like seriously, I would say from my teenage years, I struggled in dating and relationships. And that struggle continued until I got into my 40s. And the first kind of year or so of my 40s, year and a half maybe, was when I really started delving into really the deeper healing work and then it was when you know after I'd kind of I guess established some kind of baseline of healing the relationship with my you know myself I then switched the focus and really started um looking specifically at romantic relationships and dating because 
um, I feel like you you can do a lot of work on yourself and you can, you know, learn to love yourself, um, accept yourself, etc. But quite often what I will see is that women will, will speak to me and they've gotten to this point where they have done a lot of work on themselves, but the dating and relationship side of their life is still not is still not a place that they are being successful in. They're still struggling. And there are some specific things that actually you need to have a direct look at and you need to directly work on and understand um, for you to be able to end these struggles and move forward in your romantic um, part of your life. So if you can relate to that, you know, um, and you have done a lot of your work, work on yourself and you're still not being successful in dating, then that is just something to bear in mind. And, you know, what I'm going to share with you in today's podcast will hopefully help you to get a better idea of what it is that you need to be focusing on. And that smoothly takes me into a segue about what I wanted to share with you today. So what I wanted to talk to you about was three things that keep you single, um, because I think it can be a very frustrating, um, situation to be in when you feel like you are trying all of the things and following all of the advice on the internet and still nothing seems to be shifting for you. And actually I was making a, some slides for a webinar that I'm holding tonight, which FYI, by the time you're listening to this, you'll be able to grab the replay of the webinar from the show notes um, and it's really digging a little deeper into the four steps that you need to take to be able to master yourself, master dating and ultimately, you know, be able to find the right partner for you and be in a happy, loving, lasting relationship. So you can grab that in, in the show notes but when I was creating um, the presentation, one of the things that I, you know, mentioned in it is that you can download all of, you know, the cookie cutter dating advice about, you know, 30 texts to make the guy fall for you or the girl fall for you or whatever it is. Um, and you can, you can set up the best dating profile in the world following the templates that you have been given. But if, if you are not in the right mindset and you have, you are dating from your, you know, wounded patterning, then none of that stuff is going to work because knowing how to set up your dating profile is not going to help you become a less anxious data. It's not going to help you to not attach to somebody too soon. It's not going to help you in, you know, leaking desperate energy all over the place because you, you know, your triggers and wounds are, you know, the thing that are leading the path for you when you are trying to create um, a new relationship, you know. So having those kind of downloads, etc., is is great when you are at the point when you are actually fully aware of yourself and are fully ready to date. So what I'm going to share with you today is three three things that I see that are holding people back and keeping them keeping them single and hopefully 
it will help end or help you to see where where you might need to start focusing on. So the first thing is that you don't know and you don't understand how to work with as a result of not knowing your foundational love blueprint. And so what the foundational love blueprint is, is it is basically, in short, the internal guidance system about how attraction, love and relationships work for you. So whether you like them or not, it is your foundational love blueprint blueprint that is always creating the the results that you are experiencing in your love life. So if you are struggling in dating and struggling in, you know, who you are picking, who you are attracting, then your foundational love blueprint is responsible for this. And it is this that is creating some of the biggest obstacles for in between, sorry, in between you and love, because it is dictating how you give and receive love, how you experience relationships, the people you attract and are attracted to, what you are and are not available for, so what are you settling for, it it dictates how you show up in dating and relationships, it dictates how you perceive yourself, um, it predicts um, it dictates, sorry, what you believe is actually possible for you in love um, and life. And when you don't have awareness of this foundational love blueprint, it is basically creating your dating, love life, relationship results on default. And so this is why it is so important that you uncover what is in your blueprint so if you want to know more about that go to the show notes and download the um, webinar that I mentioned because in there I go into it in a little bit more detail so I explore you know what are the core elements of the foundational love blueprint so I really encourage you to go to the show notes and um, sign up for the webinar replay excuse me um the next thing that is keeping you single is you are in some way not being fully authentic and why I say some in some way is because it might be conscious and it might be unconscious that you are not being fully authentic when you are dating so you are either performing so you know showing up on dates and then you know trying to assess okay so what version of me do I think that I need to present here to make sure that this person likes me or you know what act do I need to put on to make sure that I get the results that I the results that I want um or you are completely guarded, which again, isn't you being authentically you. That is you showing up on a date or showing up on an app, you know, with walls in between you and the other person. And the thing with this is that when you are, um, when you are not showing up authentically, people can sense that there is an energy that you give off when you are not being fully authentic 
The other thing that I've written down here is that oftentimes this kind of probably more on a unconscious level or at least a level that you may be conscious of but haven't actually fully acknowledged to yourself is that you are kind of really out of balance in your masculine feminine energy and so when you go on dates what happens is you basically you date from a place of being too too heavy in your um I don't know if that's the right term I think I can use that yeah um too much in your masculine energy and so what that's doing is if your main authentic energy so your dominant energy not main dominant energy and authentic energy is actually you being more in your feminine energy and when you are showing up on dates you are not kind of being in that place then that also gives off this kind of like inauthentic energy to the other person so the second reason that you second thing that you're doing that's keeping you single is not being authentically you and I know for a fact that there is you know this kind of myth that I used to buy into and perhaps you buy into it in that you feel like for you to attract the right person for you, for you to find this, um, you know, to find love, you believe that you need to become someone different or change something, change something about you to attract the partner that you want. And this just is not true. The truth is that you, you become magnetic and attract the right people to you, attract the right guys to you, when you are confident and secure in your own skin and you just show up as your most fully expressed self. You become magnetic to the right person for you when you stop trying to be something that you are not and that you trust that you just being you is enough. This And this isn't like just some kind of magic trick. This is 100% possible for you. You know, you can be magnetic, but you just have to learn how to show up authentically, you know, and trust your authenticity. Trust that you as you is enough. Okay, so that's the first two things. Number three you're not actually being intentional about dating. You're not actually being intentional about finding this person. And what I don't mean by this is, I don't mean um, that you are, you know, spending 24 seven like manhunting. That's not what being intentional is about. What I mean is that you've gotten caught in this trap of, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna buy into the belief that it will happen when it's meant to. And I think that can be very, very misleading. And I often, I often think that we use that, it'll happen, it'll happen when it's meant to. I feel like that's a defense mechanism. I feel like that's a, a thing that we're using to protect ourselves because we have a fear of actually you know, putting ourselves out there, saying what we what we truly want. 
And so it's easier for us to just sit back and be like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to really truly believe that it will happen when it's meant to. And, um, I have spoken to people who have gotten to the age of like, you know, 50, 55, and they've still been waiting for, you know, this, this thing happening when it's meant to. And suddenly they're beginning to realize that, you know, a lot of their life, when actually, if they're being honest, they would have liked to have been with someone and been enjoying these smaller moments. That would have been something that they would have liked, but they've never actually given any intentional um, focus on the thing that they wanted. And if you're not focusing on the thing that you want, if you're not being intentional, then it's very easy for time to just pass by and you just wake up one day and you're like, oh, sugar plum fairy, you know, that didn't happen. So when we want something, we need to be intentional about it. And, you know, it doesn't mean that, like I said, it doesn't mean that you need to start being this like crazy 24-7, all of the, um, you know, 24-7 relationship hunting fiend. That's not what it's about. It's about actually saying to you and to the people around you, what I am looking for in my life is a relationship with this kind of person. This is my relationship vision. And, you know, I am going to continue living my life, but I am also going to make sure that I am becoming the version of myself who is open to that relationship that I would like. Because if you have a guard up, you know, you can wait all you like for the right time to happen. But if you are not open to actually, you know, being in that relationship and attracting that person in, then, you know, endless people that might have been good matches for you could have just passed you by because you haven't been open to it up until up until this point. So the other thing is that I hear people say a lot is, oh, I'm just going to cross my fingers and, and it will, it will happen, you know? And again, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work like that. If you want something, you have to own that you want it. And then you have to take the aligned action steps to go out and actually ensure that you are on the right path for being, um, for this actually unfolding for you, you know? So that's the third thing. You are not being intentional. I hope that what I said made sense then. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I wanted to add into about intentional intentional dating. Intentional dating is really just about you stating what you want and then making sure that you are in a position to be ready to receive it. Because for some people, you know, they will have more work to do on themselves than other people before they're actually ready to be in a, a relationship. And so by just sitting back and saying, oh yeah, I'm just going to wait, it will happen when it's when it's meant to, what can happen is you'll do that thing that I said where you're going to wake up one day and you'll be like, oh no, shit, I really do want this. And then you discover that you've got all of these steps that you need to take because you're not you're not actually ready. So it's all about just trying to align yourself with the thing that you want and making sure that you are open and ready to receive it. The fourth thing, and this is the final thing that I'm going to share with you, is that, oh, 
holding on, uh, I don't know what that noise was, apologies, holding on to, you are holding on to past experiences, um, you know, you're holding on to um, old relationships, you're holding on to maybe grudges or resentment about things that, that happened in past relationships, or you're holding on to some kind of, you know, idea that somebody is going to come back to you eventually. So what I want you to do is I want you to imagine that you have a path and it's the path to you being in the relationship that you desire, meeting meeting this, you know, dream dream partner, whatever that looks like for you. And I want you to imagine that halfway down this path, you have all of your past shit. So you have, um, you know, all of the... Um, perhaps the exes that you've still got resentment towards or the exes that you're still kind of stalking maybe on social media or the exes that um, you're still hoping that one day they're gonna they're gonna um, come back or you know you've got the um, the pain that you're still um, you're still reliving every day about you know somebody ghosting you or a relationship ending in a horrible way or some, whatever the thing is. So all of these things basically are sitting in the middle of your path to um, this road to the relationship that you want, and the, the relationship that you want is on the other side um, of this pile of of stuff from the past. And so until you can actually let go, release and let go and declutter all of that crap, then you are going to keep kind of stuck on only ever getting so far on the path because energetically this stuff is taking up space. And so what you need to do is you need to cut ties with all of the stuff from, from your path. You need to you need to get into a place where you're able to, to, to let go, to allow yourself to move forward. And one thing that I will always get, you know, new clients to do with me um, and the wonderful clients that are just about to start my new program will also be doing this is we get them to do a clear out of, you know, um, all of the old stuff that might be getting in the way. And that can be anything down to, you know, holding on to old memorabilia you know, or holding on to, I don't know, emails or text messages or whatever the thing is. We need to just do a big clear out to completely clear the space. So those are four things. I said three things. I've given you four things um, that can be keeping you single. But like I mentioned back at the beginning, if you can relate to some of the stuff that I'm saying and you're like, oh my God, I don't even know where to start with this. It sounds like, oh my God, I'm going to have to, you know, it's going to take years for me to get into a position where, you know, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm ready to, to meet someone. It, that's not actually the case for most people. So the example that I gave in the beginning was, was I struggled with dating for, you know, years and years and picking, being in wrong relationships, etc. And actually, when I shifted my focus and actually, you know, uncovered my foundational love blueprint, learned how to let go of it, released some of the stuff that I was still holding on to from the past, when I developed, you know, a different relationship with myself and had this like deep level transformation into a different version of myself, you know, that's when my dating struggles, you know, kind of ended and I actually met Domion. And, and honestly, that process for me, 
you know, took eight or nine months, really. I was looking back in my journal and trying to work it, work it out because I was like, how long did it actually take me? So it just goes to show that when you are focusing on the right things and you have the right tools, you know, you being ready to meet your partner and you actually meeting your partner, it, it doesn't have to take years and years and years. So if that is the belief you have, I just want to put your, your mind at rest. But it does um, require you taking different steps than you have before and you having some kind of a step-by-step process that you can follow to take you through all of the stages that you need to kind of pass through to get to that place where you know you are out of your own way and you are able to just attract the right person for you into your life and you can begin to you know co-create this you know amazing relationship you know the relationship that is in the relationship vision that you have spent time creating for yourself so that brings me to the end of today's podcast. Um, just as an FYI, as I mentioned right in the very beginning, um, you have the opportunity right now to apply to be a part of my new program, which is called the Secure and Confident Data. Um, and basically this program is to help you master yourself and dating so you can date smart and meet your dream partner. So I would love to speak to you if you have been struggling in dating and you're kind of sick and tired of getting the same results and you want this year to be different for you. I would love to speak to you to see if you are a good fit um, for this program. So if you're interested, um, then fill in the application form that is in the show notes um, and if I feel like you are a good fit then we will hop on the phone um, and we will we will have a chat um, and if you're a great fit if you're a great fit amazing if you are not then I will try and do my best to point you in the right direction of what I think you truly need and I am now going to leave that here Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here and listening. Um, and I would, um, love it if you could pop over to iTunes and maybe leave me a review and some stars. Um, because that is always super helpful. Um, and I really just appreciate any support that you give. Okay. That's it. I will catch you on the next episode. Sending lots of love. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Thrive with Duff podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would be so, so grateful if you could head on over to iTunes and leave me some stars. And while you're over there, do not forget to hit subscribe so you never miss another episode. If you have friends, gal pals, your mom, anyone that you feel that would benefit from any of the episodes, I would be so grateful if you could share because I am on a mission to make sure that I empower as many women as I possibly can to be able to start thriving in their life. Until the next episode, my friend, take care. I'll speak to you soon.